Hi, you are listening to The Zid and Fizz Show, a talk show for entrepreneurs, angel investors, and everyone else. Good morning, welcome, and enjoy the show. Here they are. Good morning, Ziad. Good morning, Fat. How are you, sir? Good, how are you? Excellent. Are we doing weather report or it's boring? I've, I've received some <laughs> comments that no one really cares about. <laughs> I care. Uh, and also a lot of debate on the pivot comment. People should, li- <laughs> should listen to the last episode about the pivot comment, the controversial comment on pivoting. That's hilarious. I, I I listened to the show twice and I found myself agreeing with me. <laughs> well, I don't despair or not, but I agree with myself. Same here, and I agree with me. So um, <laughs> um, that's going to be a tough one to separate, but I think we both agree because we're talking about the same thing. Yes, we are. Companies companies need to change, adapt, keep going, never yeah. give up, fight yeah. until success, whatever that means. What is success? I don't know. Yeah, you know, success is uh it's I think there's there's a lot of uh uh there's a lot of intangibles tied into success. People associate success with money. And unfortunately, again, We've said this many times, um, an entrepreneur's journey, while money can play an important role, it is not the only uh, equation. So I think the intangibles for success has a lot to do with personal character and quality and the ability to motivate, to be a leader, and to climb uh, a mountain that seemed insurpassable. Um, to me, it's, it's really success is about um, it's, it's about the humanity of each one of us. And making the world a better place. We, uh, yeah. And especially investors who are already successful. So some, most of the time, angel investors are making investments for multiple reasons, right? So not just a financial return. Um, That's right. They, I've been on two conference calls where people reminded everyone, founders or advisors, that the success is the cure of ovarian cancer or, or a drug to fight Parkinson's. And if we arrive at that success with big financial returns or not, it's a huge step, huge. Yeah, so, it, it's yeah. true. I'm, I'm reminded, you just said, you know, the, the magic words which triggered uh, something inside of my neurons. You said when we arrive. So um, I have mentioned this before. I have a very several really dear friends who are mentors to me, and one of the things that I have constantly been reminded of is this word about the you know the arrival or the point of something, which essentially makes everything look like it's finite, right? That a point. If you want to arrive at a point or if you want to arrive at a destination, it's actually not the destination that matters. It's the infinity, the, the, the full potential of a journey that really matters the most. And if we keep thinking about 
finite points, um, we really lose sight of, of what it is to be human. But um, you need something to, that keeps you going. You need, in order not to give up, right? Every entrepreneur yeah. has these lonely moments where they're ready to give up. They can't take it anymore. It's the obstacles sound or feel unsurmountable. Mm -hmm. And so what keeps them going? Yeah, so, you know, um, I, I'm going to do a shameless plug of something I promoted on, <laughs> on LinkedIn recently. So oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah. I didn't yeah, see it, so. <laughs> uh, but, but, I, but I really did, and it, and it had nothing to do with me, but it's a plug of somebody else's article written in 2018. And the title of it was something like um, The Use of Poetry by Doctors. Um, and the article is really well written, and it makes a, a fascinating point, which is uh, a lot of our, our journey through health and wellness and sickness and disease has a lot to do with our, um, has a lot to do with our mind and our body connection. I think we all agree with that, that if you take care of the mind, the mind will then take care of the body. And so all of the stressors of our daily existence, many of which are self-perpetuated and self-created by, you know, these, these demands on ourselves to reach a destination, right? Have you ever been in a car with a bunch of kids or a bunch of adults and you're trying to get to a beautiful destination and there's an amazing scenery around you, but everyone just wants to get there? Are we there yet? Yeah. Are we there yet? Are we, are we there yet? <laughs> I know. I did it as a kid. Are we there yet? But look at the beautiful waterfall, but look at the beautiful river. And so I think if we lose sight of that, um, you know, we have to have a way of reconnecting ourselves. And this article talked about, and it was written from a physician's perspective, of how the use of poetry um, as almost like a prescription for patients and for other doctors really helps with that. What do you think of that? I think, I think it's the idea of reconnecting. It's the, it's, that's the ultimate success is reconnecting and committing ourselves not to promote fear within us and within others. And that's called leadership. So that's the way I think of it, Ziad. What do you think? Yeah, once I was hiking up a mountain with, with a guide, and all I cared about is reaching the peak. And, and he stopped me. He was a very wise guide. And he said, don't get to the peak and lose the point. <laughs> The, oh, story, the story the story was is on the side of the mountain uh -huh. however i didn't care <laughs> i just i just wanted to get to the peak so sometimes <laughs> you have to accept the obsessive nature of certain people in certain situations that they just want to get there they want to get to their end goal now the means does not justify the end that's mm -hmm. very important mm -hmm. and um but the whole concept of not giving up, being persistent, you this is the sole most important trait of an entrepreneur. Yeah. Because you will find that you will have obstacles that are very hard, very tough. Uh, yeah. They call them near-death experiences. Mm -hmm. According to some people, you need to have at least six of them <laughs> before, before you reach whatever success is. And um, 
but the journey is exciting as well. So you, yeah. if you enjoy it, you you're it's a win-win situation. If you don't enjoy it, you yeah. get to the peak, and there's no point. Uh, yeah, and I think that's the I think that's the essence of what we're talking about, which is you know if we look at ourselves as you know um, as creatures who only arrive at points, then we lose this concept that we are really larger than the point itself. Because once you arrive at the point, remember, wherever you go, there you are, right? So you can't escape yourself. But if you have this higher, larger, expansive view of yourself and your purpose as an entrepreneur or as a human being, then it's just, it's infinite. Doesn't yes, that seem you know, more appealing? You, know, you, you hear many, many stories of people who worked hard for decades and then gained financial success. Let's call let's say they sold their business and then they went into full-blown depression. Yeah, you, right. You would think that they've arrived. And in fact, it's the complete opposite. So there has to be some soul searching and some philosophy in this yeah. whole world. Yeah, that is not just material goods. So here's a quiz for you. I, yes. have a, I prepared a quiz. That's, <laughs> that's going to be the a sequence called the Fizz Quiz. <laughs> the Fizz uh, Quiz. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so uh, here are two options and tell me which yes. one you choose to yes. invest in. Okay. An entrepreneur who grew a business from zero in revenue to 100 million in revenue back to zero failed miserably but they went all the way up to 100 million in revenue mm -hmm. back down to zero and failed mm -hmm. or someone who seems great but has not had that experience they're starting fresh they've never done it before which one would you choose uh there is no doubt in my mind uh, i would choose the first the uh, the one who has tasted success and tasted failure um, there is so much um, uh, value in all of the experience of, of rising upward and then also crashing and learning from it. The key part is learning from it. Uh, I would, and they've, I would they've arrived to 100 million, so they mm -hmm. know how to mm -hmm. get to 100 million, right? Mm -hmm. That's one of the pieces. I, I have a beautiful story on this very subject, and I hope uh, this person that I'm referring to will accept being a guest on our program very soon. Uh, but there is a beautiful story about such a person who is in my portfolio, and I'd uh, love to bring him on the show. It's Well, I guess it depends what the reason was. If the reasons were greed, and the entrepreneur was difficult to work with and was the reason why the company failed, uh -huh. then I would go with option two. True. There's always a reason for something, right? But, it, yeah. but I, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming, again, you just said the entrepreneur has this background. That means that they're riding the horse again. They are in front of us again with a new opportunity. So as long as there's learning in it and they're back on the horse and trying again, um, let me read you a quick quote, if you don't mind, because it ties into this. This is from Nelson Mandela. So he says, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he. 
that fear. There you go. So, you know, it's scary to, it's scary to fall off of a horse. It's scary to lose a hundred million dollar opportunity, but, um, but you got to conquer it. Wow. And we know he stayed, he spent 27 years in jail, 27 years. That's that's grit. That's determination. Any entrepreneur who whines, you just point them at Nelson Mandela. Speaking of wine, I I noticed the uh, amazing new uh, cover design that you and your artist have come up with for our program. Kudos Phenomenal. to, uh, uh, I'll say, I'll give her first name, April. She designed uh-huh. our new podcast cover page. We love it. It's beautiful. It's up. It's beautiful. It's up on all podcast platforms and uh, yeah. soon to come is a new website. And uh, I... I I think we I think we will have uh, a lot of requests for this design either on on coffee bean bags, uh, <laughs> wine bottles, <laughs> t-shirts. <laughs> it's beautiful, really. It it is it's it has this very nice art deco look to it. It has very beautiful clean lines and you know whoever that bald guy is on the bottom right yes, corner. Yes, by the way, the people line, should it, know let's uh-huh. the guy with hair is me. <laughs> <laughs> Right, <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. One day, one day, we're hoping to. We will be the same. Not, well, we will be the same. But one day, we want to do a live show. Um, we're planning that for next spring. Remember, remember, Ziad. In life, it's important to have aspirations, and so at some point, the expansive you will also be beautiful and bald. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's according to all the startups I see, especially in the allergy world, everybody's uh-huh. going to become lactose intolerant <laughs> because right. because there are so many chemicals yeah. and so many pesticides in everything it's, we eat it's, that uh, it is so um, true. some guy also found uh, uh, glyphosate. I don't know the, the English word. It's the mm-hmm. it's the chemical in Roundup. He mm-hmm. found traces yep. Gly- of it's it. called glyphosate. I'm glyphosate. sorry, it's glyphosate. Yes, it is. It's uh, in in the diaper of his kids. So. Uh, yeah, that's a topic of another show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah that, that is a big issue. The rant show where we yeah. nuts on everything that's happening and, exactly. um, and how to how to do it. But to go back to so the whole concept of giving up because. Mm-hmm. Some people, so when you do investments for a long time, you spend probably at least six years, uh, which is my case, uh, mm-hmm. you start seeing companies that have given up mm-hmm. and, uh, and you look at them and say, oh, I knew that they would not last. So I'm glad right. I did not participate. Then you, sure. you see the ones that do very well. Mm-hmm. And then you start seeing, and then the ones that don't give up but don't move forward, those are the most difficult ones. Yeah. Um, um, and, yeah. And it becomes a, a burden on the entrepreneur, their families, their, their teammates, where at some point you have to pull the plug, right? At some point you have to say, we're calling it, we're done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any of those? Yeah, and unfortunately, um, some of the ones that have given up um, really still had more potential. I just didn't have input. So one of the things that I've learned over time is um, is it's important as 
as an active roll up your sleeves kind of an investor that I am and that my my friends are, that it's important to have a voice, meaning, you know, having a position on the board, being an advisor, being a mentor, all these things are important so that you can actually give sound advice. Um, I mentioned earlier that I have a friend who's really an amazing uh, person and has uh, found a way to move through the various stages of challenges and is now a huge success in generating revenue and doing extremely well. But uh, he and his team were able to pave their way through it and to pay the price. So, um, so yes, I have. I've seen it where it's uh, where it's important to just close shop, and I've seen it also where it was too bad. It they shouldn't have done it, but they did. Because sometimes success might come a month later, might come six uh, months later, right. or the market is That's not right. ready for you, and uh, yeah. and timing. But I mean, those are all the all the criteria that make up the the uh, the makeup of of an entrepreneur. So it's, it's that's right. It's 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 tricky because I've seen people not give up, but in fact they should give up, because sometimes it's it's important to take a year or two off, do something yeah. else, refresh, yeah. um, and because what you're doing you can be stale. I mean, whether you like it or not, that's if you're not moving forward, you're yeah. moving backwards in a in an economy. And there's and there's no doubt you and I, I know, agree on this, that there are many instances where um, startups should not have started. Somebody should have given them the right advice and said, this is not a market. This is one product. This is going to take a long time to scale. And if you rely on venture capital or angels to help scale your business and grow, um, then there are, there are definitely situations where... Um, companies should not have started and and if there are abundance if there is an abundance of cash to invest mm-hmm. people invest in the wrong businesses and start the wrong businesses and the only way to to get feedback is to get revenue right so if you're that's right what's the what's the only uh, um, i mean in biotech and you know that sometimes in biotech it's not revenue right it's, um, it's right approvals it's um it's uh, intellectual property. Intellectual property. Yeah. And, and so revenue is not the goal. But for everything else, yeah. it's revenue. If you cannot sell, if no one wants your product, what does it tell you? <laughs> right. This is business. This is, the, so this is the definition of a business. It is not to stay busy. <laughs> it's not the definition of business. Business, business, is, is, business. business is producing a product or a service that the market wants to pay, not at cost, but to pay above the cost because it's important to them. They want to pay you with a profit margin so that you then continue to bring, bring new products and new services. So when does, when does a startup stop being called a startup, which is a question that keeps okay. coming back. And we're in episode nine, so maybe at some point we'll figure it out. So when does a startup stop call is no longer a startup? Yeah, I guess everyone can look at this differently. I, I see it as there's an expiration date on every startup. And, and, and that's just the modern day reality. Uh, the idea of growing a startup for 25 years and having, you know, banks give you loans or, or, or 
or venture capitalists give you financing. Those days are, are pretty much uh, done. I mean, there are businesses now. Now, Salesforce has been around for a long time. And the reality is they finance their growth through debt financing and through other means. Um, and they're not a startup but they like to promote themselves as such. And that's just branding. Uh, but they've been around for a long time and they do manage to leverage their revenue to get debt financing. And they pay yeah, but that's debt. no longer a startup. I mean, it's, that's it's a business. Not. It's uh, that's a business point, but, the, but they brand themselves as a startup. Yeah, they they, they want, want themselves to be known as such. And, uh, right. I brand myself as a young, energetic, lively person, but um, you are almost 50. <laughs> yes. you're, I, you're 20, you're 25, I'm 25. I'm two times yeah. 25. But, but yeah. It's called the second 25. <laughs> yeah. But the issue is the issue. So a startup, a business is a business. It doesn't matter how you finance it, how you survive. If you can survive, kudos. And that's a business. Yes. But a startup yes. is there is start like you're starting. And if you you cannot yes. start for eight years, you cannot start for no. Years. It's like no, that's not a yeah. yeah. It's either a, uh, the uh -huh. I say here's my formula. Uh -huh. Either it's like the the warranty on a car, either fifty thousand uh -huh. miles or three years. <laughs> I like that. I, I like think that. The startup is either three years or revenue. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. Uh, you know, th there is another way of saying this too, which is, frankly, if you're running a business for eight years, you've managed to figure out how to pay your salary, how to pay your expenses, how to pay your employees, your suppliers. And, you know, at the end of the day, this is not, um, this is not a startup, meaning startup that's financed by angels and by venture capitalists. This is, um, this is a lifestyle business. A life that's you figure the, out, uh, that's right? the big word. That's right. A big word. It's a lifestyle business. business. And we're hunting for not lifestyle business. Businesses. Right. And, and that's not, that's not, again, that's what our listeners um, appreciate, which is that angels and venture capitalists really are looking for opportunities where it does scale, that it doesn't take eight years to figure out a business model or if you're going to be a lifestyle business from the very beginning, that's what you should declare. And that's wonderful. But you should know some, a wonderful. lot of entrepreneurs are launching lifestyle businesses. They don't know it and they are not accepting it. Or That's very true. Or they have a lifestyle approach to leadership where they want to retain yes. control of everything. They want to grow slowly. They never want to raise a penny more than what they need in the next six months. While right. um, um, fast-growing businesses need to to burn that fuel at takeoff, and that, that, right. that they need, but lifestyle businesses are the best businesses because you're yeah. you don't have pressure. You can you can keep doing the same thing for twenty years. That's right, that's right. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. The small businesses of the United States are are the backbone of our economy. A lot of people don't realize it. But the small businesses that sustain themselves and hire people in their region and do business across regions are are very important to our economy. And, and investors, so also investors need their money back somehow at some point. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you cannot make a plan where that is implemented, then you're mm -hmm. you're not a, a startup. You're a lifestyle business. So yeah. if someone's, if I'm starting, which is one of my goals, 
to own a sandwich place. Mm -hmm. So if you own a sandwich place or restaurant, and I call you up and I say, hey, I'm launching a sandwich place. I'm not going to tell you I have a startup. <laughs> I have That's a sandwich right. place, which is fantastic. Place, yeah. You don't call it, it a, star a startup. is not a cool thing necessarily. Right. The, again, we have to be careful about how we use vocabulary. And by the way, one of the things that I'm also doing on my own, I'm not being paid for it. It's just something, a passion project for me is I'm trying to perpetuate uh, uh, this idea of what does it take to be an investor? So I'm educating a bunch of friends who have asked me, how, does, how do I become an investor? One of the first things I do is I say, let's make sure we're talking apples to apples oranges to oranges so what's the vocabulary learn the vocabulary and you're right startup is is by definition uh not a small business that stays in one region a startup in our in our world of you know um, alternative assets equity-based financing uh is something that grows into something very very large and there is a liquidity event or something where investors can can make make some money and then yes. reinvest it in other places um, right. and what's what's interesting you tell you're talking about training investors mm -hmm. i want to tell every investor everybody who's listening to this show investors need training they need to take yes. time to understand and i'll give yes. you an example there is mm -hmm. many times so the investments are not black and white early investors mm -hmm. might not make as much money as later investors. If you look at share prices on a startup uh, from, from day one to day exit, you might mm -hmm. have the early investors making the least amount of money. And so if you That's don't right. understand that, you should not get into this game and, mm -hmm. and uh, think that because you're early, you're, you took all the risk, it means you're going to take all the reward. That's exactly right. That's absolutely right. Um, no, so that's the economics of what we do. And in order to fully appreciate it without, uh, without using uh, emotion, you know, hey, I got in first, hey, I took all the risk. Um, you have to understand the logic of financing. And also, you know, Ziad, I think you brought it up on, on a previous episode. There are lots of reasons why startups don't succeed. Lots of reasons. And not, not because of IP, not because of the management team, but lots of other reasons that get in the way. And sometimes it's the financing that gets in the way of success. Or and then down, down rounds. What, do you like down rounds? That's a long <laughs> do everyone a favor. Just say yes. No, yes. I don't like down, but define it. Round. Define down round. Define a down round, Zia. So a down round is, let's say, a startup raises money and they give themselves a valuation of five million. Mm -hmm. And then they raise, let's say, one million. So their post-money valuation is six, right? Mm -hmm. Then right. They, they spend six months and they blow through their, their, their money. They go back to raise money. They raise, they say, okay, now we're at six. We've done some big uh, improvements. Now we've added value. Our, our valuation now is seven. And we want to raise another two, okay? Or mm -hmm. let's say three million at seven. Mm -hmm. So now they're, they, they're successful. They raised their three. Seven plus three, we're at 10, okay? Mm -hmm. 
life is good, they spend their three million. They don't mm-hmm. achieve their goals the way they had planned. They're, they're, they're running out of money. Their valuation is at 10. And they say, okay, we go back to investors and say, we're not going to bump up the valuation because we haven't achieved much. We're going to keep it at 10. And uh, can we, Mr. or Mrs. Investor, can we raise uh, another 2 million? And investors say, hold on a second. No way. At two, two, at 10, that's too high for me. So they say, okay, well, we'll go to somebody else. And they keep going around and they don't find anyone willing to invest at 10. They say, okay, well, we're going to drop our valuation to eight or in even in some cases, six. So now they raise money at six and their valuation. So anybody who invested at seven lost mm-hmm. money, right? That's right. They're, they're, That's right. And it, the easy way, and this is a, a pointer to any investor, valuations are tricky to follow. Try to get your, the share price. And that mm-hmm. gives you a really nice guideline on how to track this and, and when to come in. And if it's too high of a valuation because you're, most investors want to make a certain multiple. So if the valuation right. is too high, and the projected exit amount is is not really feasible, then you're in a, in a in a tight spot. And I tell entrepreneurs who are oftentimes excited, ambitious, sometimes greedy, don't start too high because you corner yourself, mm-hmm. and then you're Excellent forced advice. to do a down round, mm-hmm. and then the famous fuzz won't <laughs> like it. Mm-hmm. That's so, right. <laughs> because right? Round, I don't like down rounds. It makes me unhappy. Also, also, a down round. Here's another tip. Tip number two in episode nine. Mm-hmm. If you're going through a down round, don't wait until the end of your pitch to explain or wait until That's someone right. to ask you the question. That's right. Just come out and say it up front. Hello, That's everyone. Right. We're doing a down round. Let's get this right. this this uh, eight hundred pound gorilla out of the room. Done down round, because we had yeah. a situation where uh, I was sitting in a pitch and we went through the whole presentation, a whole mm-hmm. bunch of Q and A, and then I suspected something was off. I said, "Is this a down round?" <laughs> right. And then, and right. then they, they, they turned the red. Said, he said yes. The whole room got to chill. Yeah, and the, the uh, uh, and and the discussion stopped right there. So, so let me, if you don't mind, Zia, let me. Can I dissect that last part there for a moment? I, I, I'm curious about your thoughts on it, but here's my sense of what happened: um, leaving it to the end and leaving it to the attendees to ask the question, essentially showed that the entrepreneur was not forthright, that they were hiding something. Is that my correct assessment yes. of what you all felt? Yes. Okay. It's either they're ignorant mm-hmm. that that is a big deal mm-hmm. or they're hiding it. I mean, let's say maliciously or not, but they're hiding or not, that piece right. of information or they don't know that this is, this is a big deal for, for um, investors where, mm-hmm. where down round tells you you haven't achieved your goals your mm-hmm. your investor relationship is tight. It's not all bad news, 
but it's not like a badge of honor that you're so excited that okay wow we're doing a down round because also right. a down round means your previous investors are unhappy that's right so you have people on your cap table that are not happy they've lost confidence they've lost money mm-hmm. so the only way to avoid down rounds not guaranteed is start low mm-hmm. be generous right. with your investors say hold on i'll give you a big chunk i'm going to make you very happy uh, early investors because you've got in so early and so that's right and and choose wisely and not every not every type of money is the same and we we've brought this up so many times already there are different flavors of money and there are different types of people to essentially help or there are it's different types easy. of people who don't it's want to help. It's not easy. Just be careful. And our job as investors, advisors, board members, it's not, you name it, it's not. is not to make your life easy. Is, is, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's not. It's not our job. But, but, but our job is to ask good questions to provide sound feedback and advice. Uh, Because frankly, a lot of times entrepreneurs need just that. They don't need money. They need sound advice. And if it takes five minutes for you to pass along a pearl of wisdom to a young entrepreneur, Uh, then by all means do it. That's what I I would do. Certain human traits that are difficult to overcome. Greed, uh, possessiveness, um, yeah. So, 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 so my, my great Zid, may I share with you another Nelson Mandela quote? In, in South Africa. Okay, fine. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot do justice to his voice. But let me, let me say this, let me say this. And, and this is maybe a nice, uh, a nice way to kind of leave things for folks. What counts in life is not the mere fact that we have lived. It is what difference we have made to the lives of others that will determine the significance of the life we lead. So remember, you can't take the money with you. You can't take the success of having climbed a mountain with you, but you can leave behind a legacy and you can leave behind the lives that you touch. Thank you for listening to The Zid and Fish Show. I hope you enjoyed it, learned something and had a good time. Remember, you can send questions to talk at zidandfid.com. Until next time, bye-bye.